0: So gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication were the four cornerstone values of my acceleration, growth, and compounding of happiness in my life where I'm now empowering others to empower others to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. In other words, to be happy.
1: You're listening to Screw It Just Do It, the number one rated weekly podcast in which I, Alex Chisnell, chat to the risk takers, the doers and the dreamers that have exhibited the perseverance and determination to do things their way, no matter what anyone else told them, the winners and the losers. Past guests include BBC TV dragons, lords, ladies, celebrities and billionaires. Listen to BBC dragons Stephen Bartlett, celebrities such as Fleur East and James Haskell founders of billion-dollar businesses such as Lush's Rowena Bird, Ted Baker's Ray Kelvin, Boohoo's Adam Kamani, and Phones for You, John Cordwell. Not forgetting best-selling authors like Mark Victor Hansen, David Meltzer, Lewis Howes, and not forgetting Cobra Beer founder Lord Villamoria. They all talk us through their successes and failures and offer actionable tips for those following in their footsteps. You get to take on board all of the learnings and none of the failure. Welcome to episode 500 of Screw It, Just Do It. There, I've said it. I don't think I ever envisaged saying those words when I recorded my first conversations for this podcast back in January 2017. And who would have thought that my very first interviewee that day, who didn't have a podcast in 2017, would go on to be the biggest podcast in the UK? Stephen Bartlett's Diary of a CEO. Before introducing my very special guest for episode 500, i firstly like to thank you for listening and supporting the show and especially the two listeners, yes, two, who listened back in week one because that encouraged me to keep going. Yes, you too. And the interesting thing, which only adds to the screw it, just do it mantra, is that this show nearly never happened. By that, I mean that I recorded my first four interviews in January 2017, but I didn't release them for another four months until May 2017. Why? because I procrastinated. I was scared. I was fearful of what might happen. Would anybody listen? Would anybody like the sound of my voice? What did happen in reality was only positive things. And if I hadn't started this show, my podcast agency, Podpreneur, would never have been born. Starting this podcast has been, without doubt, the best decision I've ever made. It changed the trajectory of my life for the better. So if you're prevaricating over a decision, a job, a relationship, whatever it might be, fight the fear and do it anyway. In other words, screw it, just do it. And Finally, a massive thank you to all of my guests from the last six years and to my team without who this wouldn't happen. We've got huge plans for 2023. We're launching a YouTube channel. I'm out interviewing people in person and we're recording it all in video for you. So look out for that. Without further ado, let's meet my guest for episode 500. He's the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and formerly served as CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, which was the inspiration for the film Jerry Maguire, starring Tom Cruise and Cuba Gooding Jr. More than this, he's, in my opinion, one of a small handful of people in the world who offer some of the most helpful and inspirational advice when it comes to life, business, and relationships. And what's more. His life's mission is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. Screw it, just do it, David Meltzer. David, thank you so much for joining us today on Screw It, Just Do It. And we always start by asking our guests, has there been a Screw It, Just Do It moment in their life, a eureka moment? an aha moment that's led them to where they are today. And having followed you on social media for quite a number of years, I'm thinking that there's probably more than one, but if you could maybe give an example of one or two, I think our audience would really appreciate it. Yeah, the biggest one in my life
0: happened when I came home as a multimillionaire, married to my dream girl with three beautiful children in a position where I had everything I ever dreamed of, including I was running the most notable sports agency in the world and made the movie Jerry Maguire about our firm and I came home at 530 in the morning from the Grammy Awards with a well-known rapper named Little John after lying to my wife. And as I came home thinking and feeling as if I was on top of the world, my wife was waiting for me that morning to tell me she was leaving me, that she wasn't happy. And my initial reaction was to, you know, get angry and blame her and surprised. And I went to bed. And I w- woke up and thinking I was going to get divorced, uh, you know, money bought love and happiness, I'd take her money. And uh if she wanted a divorce, that was fine. And then that moment happened. I looked over in my closet and it'd been about six years since my father had given me a birthday gift. And that birthday gift was a jacket with no pockets. And at that time, I told my father, just like I told my mom and my best friends and now my wife, that I hated them. and everybody was against me and nobody appreciated me and there it was i looked over in the closet that jacket and i remember thinking when my dad gave me that jacket and i told him i hated him that he was a liar a cheater a manipulator an overseller and a back-end seller and i staring at that jacket i had that screw it moment i said wait a second i don't hate my dad i don't hate my mom I don't hate my best friends and I certainly don't hate the love of my life, my dream girl, my wife. I hated myself and, uh, I still get choked up today because it was a screw it moment for me. If I could just learn to love me and not worry about what other people wanted for me, what other people thought about me, what was missing in my life, what I didn't have. But instead, if I could find the values that I was brought up on, the values that made me the person I was, the CEO of Samsung's phone division, the most notable sports agency, the biggest sports marketing company in the world, all the different things that I was able to accomplish, if I could just find those values, and I did. And those four values have been the cornerstones of how I've lived my life for the last 16 years.
1: And do you wanna just um, underline those values for, for our audience? Because I think it'd be some great takeaways. Sure, so
0: the first thing that I realized I lost was gratitude the most powerful of all the values, the ability to find the light, love, and lessons, to live my life promoted and protected and never punished, to be able to have the perspective to give me the meaning of the defined moments in my life, to perpetually work on those every single day in a trajectory of what I think I want, and to get out of my own way. So number one was gratitude. The second was forgiveness. I called it empathy forgiveness gave me ease. It gave me peace. And instead of living my life where I was trying to get more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, more worthy, that ease changed my paradigm to figure out what I was doing to interfere, F-E-A-R, interfere with my abundant blessing of a life. The third was accountability. And this evolved over the years from one, just being responsible for myself to two, saying, what did I do to attract everything to myself? To three, what am I doing to participate in the perception and what am I supposed to learn from it? Accountability was the third one. No more living in scarcity and blame, shame, justification. No more trading and negotiating for everything. And then finally, effective communication. The fourth value of effective communication was not only to communicate well with others, but to communicate with the source, with something bigger than me that loved me more than my mom to communicate with inspiration, intellect, and intuition, to expand, grow, and accelerate in that trajectory of what I think I want in the future. So gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication were the four cornerstone values of my acceleration, growth, and compounding of happiness in my life where I'm now empowering others to empower others to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. In other words, to be happy.
1: Thank you, David. And and going back to your your screw it, just do it moment that you had there as well. I mean, how important was Was becoming more self aware, maybe, of of who you were and what you needed to do. You know, get out of your own way and become, you know, that best version of, of who you are.
0: Well, I found out that I couldn't find outside of me what I couldn't find inside of me. And so I was always searching outside of me for more, for different. I was buying things all the time to be happy, buying things I didn't need to be happy, buying things to impress people I didn't even like to be happy. I was constantly looking for an outside validation. Instead of finding the light, the love, and the lessons inside of me, because of who walks with me, because of the faith that I had that there was something bigger than me—an omniscient, all-powerful, knowing source that loved me more than my mom—that I had to shift the paradigm. No longer would I walk in shame and blame and justification, being punished as a victim in a world of not enough. But instead, I live in a world of more than enough of everything for everyone, being protected and promoted by that source and
1: your life mission to to empower over a billion people to be happy what would you define these days as happiness and how do you even comprehend trying to measure such a, a huge goal like that i mean it's incredible and i'd love to know a little bit more about it
0: absolutely well first my definition is i'm empowering people to have the capability of enjoying The consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit, pursuit of their potential. If I can empower people to be consistent, persistent, and enjoy it in the pursuit of their potential, they're going to be happy. They're going to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. And the quantitative measure that I utilize in order to see the progress of empowering over a billion people to be happy. Because I know a lot of people haven't done the work that I've done in order to have an expansive vision of such a big, audacious, ridiculous opportunity. Uh, for me, it's through com- uh, pound interest and exponential growth. So if I can find a thousand people like you, Alec, that I can teach or empower to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential and empower you to empower others to empower others, if I find a thousand people like you, Alec, to empower a thousand, that's a million. And if I can have that million empower a thousand, that's a billion. So one person at a time, building a community of people who simply want to help one another and know other people that can help one another to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of their potential.
1: I love that. And I love how you, you broke it down and you made it seem, you know, achievable to anybody to be able to do that. If you enjoy listening to podcasts and you feel inspired to start your own, you can get a copy of my free podcast launch checklist by going to podpreneur.co.uk forward slash launch checklist. And if you'd like the hands-on help and support of myself and my team at my podcast agency Podpreneur, we've been producing podcasts with purpose internationally since 2019. Just drop me a line about your podcast idea to Alex at podpreneur.co.uk. But if you prefer to do it all yourself, but with my guidance, you can join the wait list for my upcoming podcast academy by going to podpreneur.co.uk forward slash academy. Interested to know, David, you know, what kind of things give you happiness now? Because I'm guessing they may be different from 10, 20, 30 years ago, you know, going back to the previous agency days.
0: Absolutely. So, three things really are the non negotiables of happiness in my life. And it's utilizing time as a dependent variable to make sure that I'm consistent and persistent in enjoying those pursuits. And the first is my health. And that absolutely was not at the forefront of my life in the past. If I am healthy, I get as many wishes as I want every day the most valuable of all assets in life, the ability to hope and wish. And I have as many as I want every day if I'm healthy. If I'm unhealthy, I only get one wish. And so my primary non-negotiable is health. Two, it's utilizing time as a dependent variable for my family. So minimum of time, 30 minutes with my wife, minimum amount of time, 30 minutes with my 12-year-old son, minimum amount of time with my three daughters, who are 23, 21, and 18. I give them two minutes minimum a day. I asked for five, they gave me two. And then I spend a minimum of a minute a day with my mom to everyday reminder that I'm happy, healthy, that I love and appreciate her. The only four things that my mom really wants from me is to know that every day. And then I spend a minimum of 10 minutes a day with other people, associates, friends, to catch up as well. So that's my second non-negotiable. And then my third is the, uh, utilization of today, uh, and that means living my life in the lens of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. To study time, to study my calendar for the activities I have planned, I don't have planned, and my sleep. Activities I get paid for, and I don't get paid for. So through that lens, that kaleidoscope of efficiencies, of effectiveness, and statistical success, I relegate amazing amount of abundance through my health, my relationships. And of course, the utilization of time.
1: I absolutely love that. I mean, wow, that's about. You've made me feel guilty about not speaking to my mum every day. But apart from that. I think that was fantastic. Now, uh, I saw a mutual friend of ours was with you recently. I think you are at the SoFi um, Stadium together, Simon Leslie. And, you know, really happy guy. And I just thought, I wonder for you, who's the happiest person you know that epitomizes, you know, the, the emotion of happiness? Is, is there anyone that springs to mind at all?
0: Yeah, you know, several people. But have you ever heard of Sadhguru?
1: Yes, yes, yes. The, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: Sadhguru is probably the happiest, joyful person. He, he lives in the flow. You know, one of the big things that I'm pushing today is there's too many influencers out there today that are spreading the flu. And I'm trying to create influencers like Sadhguru and Deepak and Simon Leslie and a variety of other people who you and I both surround ourselves with. These are influencers. They are spreading the flow and the flow of light, love, and lessons that we all can share to bring more joy and happiness to the world. One particle of light overcomes a million particles of darkness. And I want more influencers out there spreading the flow than influencers spreading the flu.
1: Yeah, I love that. And so we started this podcast like six years ago when I was working for my old boss, Richard Branson at Virgin Startups. So helping entrepreneurs get mentoring, get funding, etc. And I was gutted that I missed your your talk at Web Summit in Lisbon because I was meant to be there. But would you mind repeating what do you think the number one goal is for those entrepreneurs and, and business owners that are out there? You know, what are the biggest opportunities coming up for this new year?
0: Yeah, well, I always say the biggest opportunities are found, number one, within the context of your own essence. And I define essence as your skills, your knowledge, and your desire. And what I talked about in Lisbon and what I teach is to find and align where your skills, knowledge, and desire, your essence is supplementary or synergistic to what's doing well today, what's stable today, or what you think is doing well in the future or a combination thereof. And as simple as it seems, as an entrepreneur, if we do a deep dive, an inventory of the capabilities we have according to our skills, our knowledge, and our desire, and we find the synergy, alignment, and supplementary value that we can bring to what's doing well today, what's stable today, Or what we think is going to do well in the future and one of the best places to find the industries, careers jobs that are doing well is the stock market look and see what stocks are doing well look what industries careers and jobs are available and those are if you want to find stable that's even easier just look and see what stocks have not changed over the last you know let's say five years that's a really stable industry or career if it hasn't changed in the last five years and then as far as the lottery tickets i look for things that are what I believe are oversold or overbought. And so the careers, jobs, industries that are oversold or overbought provide great opportunities where margins of millionaires can be created, especially as entrepreneurs. So that's the formula that I give people. It starts with doing a deep dive and inventory of your own essence, your own skills, knowledge, and desire, and then applying it to what's doing well, what's stable, or what you think will be doing well in the
1: future. Perfect. Thank you, David. And, you know, we focus here at Screw It Just Do it, you know, people who haven't taken that step, who can't get out of their own way, who haven't yet, you know, taken that that leap to become that best version of themselves that they can be and live the life that they want to live. But, you know, interested to know, what do you believe is the biggest thing that's stopping those people succeeding or stopping, you know, 99.9% of us in the world stopping us from actually succeeding in those goals?
0: It's time. People don't understand time, and let me explain. So the first thing is, and stops most people, is they don't realize that the past is infinite. They think the past is finite, and they give the wrong meaning to the finite opportunities of the past. They give the wrong meaning to the inflection points, defining moments of their past. Whether it's their past or history's past, too many people don't align the meaning of the inflection points or defining moments in a trajectory of where they want to be. They utilize that as an excuse or an interference why they can't be where they want to be. The second place of time is today. Most people don't utilize time today efficiently, effectively with statistical success. They don't realize the only limitation of today is time itself, 24 hours. And so, They are not productive, accessible, and gracious. They are not efficient, effective, and statistically successful. They don't know their what, their who, their how. They don't prioritize now, which is the antidote to procrastination and to feeling overwhelmed. And instead of applying their why, implying applying their intellect, intuition, and inspiration, they're in search of something they already have, and they're in search of a why because they don't know their what, their who, the how, and prioritize their now. And then finally, They don't understand the infinite nature of time in the future where the future is infinite. And the only thing that stands in your way between you and the trajectory of where you want to be in the future is you. And so if you give a correct meaning to your past, utilize the present appropriately with productivity, accessibility, and gratitude, you will clear the interference between you and the abundant, infinite nature of the future, and you will be discovered and become discoverable to everything you desire rapidly and accurately
1: amazing wow i can't believe what we squeezed in um to to this conversation so many thanks from me and my audience last thing would be what does david Meltzer need help with at the moment that we could maybe put out there and, and help you with david
0: yeah well for me it's real real simple share my content i have more content out there than anyone books tv shows movies podcasts speeches lives content that's you know every single platform if you share my content and do good deeds you will accelerate my mission of empowering others to be happy so share my content do good deeds i do free friday trainings every friday email me directly david at dmelter.com i'm happy to send my books uh, sign them pay for shipping in the books just your whole audience is invited to email me directly david at dmeltzer.com.
1: amazing david thank you so much i'll let you carry on with your day but many, 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 many thanks.
0: We'll do this again, Alex. Great to see you. Thank you so much.
1: If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, then I encourage you to follow the show by clicking the plus button in the top right hand corner of your screen if you're listening by Apple Podcasts, or the follow button on Spotify and other platforms. It means you'll be the first to be notified whenever a new episode goes live. Did you know that nearly half of podcast listeners find a show through searching online? So if you've gotten any value at all, please share this episode with one or more of your friends and make it easy for them to find a podcast you think they'll enjoy. If you'd like to join the Screw It Just Do It community, go to podpreneur.co.uk slash touch sign up to our weekly newsletter and free resources. That's podpreneur.co.uk forward slash GET dash IN dash TOUCH. That's podpreneur.co.uk forward slash get in touch.